0: hello hello greetings to you welcome once again i'm so glad that you were able to tune in today to hear the heart of god worthy is your name jesus you deserve the praise worthy is your name oh worthy is your name I want to talk to you from the book of 2nd Samuel chapter 12. The Lord struck the baby that Uriah's wife had born to David and he became deathly ill. David pleaded with God for the boy. He fasted, went home and spent the night lying on the ground. The elders of his house stood beside him to get him up from the ground, but he was unwilling and would not eat anything with them. I'm going to skip to verse 19. When David saw that his servants were whispering to each other, he guessed that the baby was dead. So he asked his servants, Is the baby dead? He is dead, they replied. Then David got up from the ground. He washed, anointed himself, changed his clothes, went to the Lord's house and worshipped. Then he went home and requested something to eat. So they served him food and he ate. His servants asked him, Why have you done this? While the baby was alive, You fasted and wept, but when he died, you got up and ate food. He answered, "What? the baby was alive, I fasted and wept because I thought, who knows, the Lord may be gracious to me and let him live, but now that he is dead, why should I fast? Can I bring him back again? I will go to him, but he will never return to me. So here if you notice that David found out that his son was seriously ill and so he went on a fast and he was believing and praying for a miracle and on the seventh day the child died and when he found out that the child died, the Bible says that he got up from the ground. That's the first thing he did. He got up from the ground, he washed and anointed himself, changed his clothes, went to the Lord's house and worshipped and then he went home and requested something to eat. So they served him food and he ate. Now look at David's situation, right? It was not a small thing. He literally, his child died on the seventh day and he was on the ground believing, hoping that God will show mercy on him. But then he realized that that didn't happen. Nothing changed. So instead of him staying on the ground, instead of him being more depressed, instead of him allowing that situation to define him instead of him being angry with God instead of him pointing fingers at God obviously he was wrong but he was hoping that God would give him a chance but instead of him focusing on all the negativity and all the sins that he made and all the mess he did because of that that led to the consequence of the death of his child what did he do as soon as he found out that okay it's over There is no point of me sulking. There is no point of me being depressed. There is no point of me being on the ground. In life, we will be met with situations that sometimes we can't change. Sometimes there's always going to be consequence of the actions that we did. Or sometimes it could be various reasons. It could be an attack from the enemy. It could be something that you've been struggling with for many years. But if we can learn a lot from the poster of how David handled that situation, as serious, as painful and as critical the situation was where his child died, he instead chose to rise up from the situation. What's the first thing he did? He rose up. So that means when you are going through a season of attacks or when you're going through discouragement or when you feel like things have not been going the way it's supposed to be going or when thing or when the enemy has been trying to attack you one after the other or when you've been having filled with storms and issues instead of you being depressed the first thing you need to do is rise up from your situation rise up from your pity party rise up from all the negativity and he rose up he washed himself so that means you need to wash yourself how do you wash yourself that means by washing away all those negativity by cleansing your mind by renewing your mind by clearing your heart by by starting fresh you know have you have you heard of of some of the non-believers and how, of how they were facing some critical situations in their life and then they decided to move forward and they told themselves they had willpower. You know, they all use all those tools. But here as Christians, we have our Holy Spirit, our greatest advantage, who is a helper, who is a counselor, who is a comforter right? So when I see non-believers trying to do whatever it takes for them to move forward, I, I always wonder how come Christians are not as determined as they are. Christians, we give up so fast. We allow our situations and problems to define our life. We think that's the end of it. A child of God, just as David did where he Got up from the ground so rise up from your situation rise above your situation cleanse your mind and cleanse your heart and purify yourself and then the bible says he anointed himself he anointed himself changed his clothes went to the lord's house and worshipped that means having a fresh perspective. You have the privilege of hearing the word of God every week, week after week, week, sometimes twice a week. and That is the best perspective that you can receive. When you allow the word to penetrate into your soul and into your inner being, when it starts cleansing your mind and it starts creating a new perspective, a new spirit, a new heart, a new mindset, And then you walk in that fullness. And then the Bible says that he changed his clothes. That means when he was depressed, he didn't even care about anything. He was on the ground. He was filled with dirt. He was dirty. But then he had to uh, wake up from that situation and change his clothes because his clothes were filled with the garment of sadness and pain and discouragement and rejection and, and guilt and condemnation. And that's the same thing that you need to do, that you need to remove the garment of pain and rejection and bitterness and anger and hurts and words that were spoken over your life. Some of you are still holding on to the words that has been spoken over you. Maybe when you were a child, where you've been still holding on to the words that were spoken over your life by somebody maybe you love and trust. That's somebody who's supposed to keep you safe. That's somebody who's supposed to help you. Yet that very person has hurt you and you have Let those words to overpower you. So right now, you need to rise above it. You need to remove that garment of grief from your life. And then the Bible says, he washed himself. He cleansed himself, right? He washed himself. So I need you to cleanse yourself from all those junk in your life. And then the Bible says that he went to the temple of God and worshipped him. But your child just died your child just died from a serious illness and you are going to the temple and worshiping God but that's how disconnected he became from the situation he did not allow that situation to define him he said listen What has happened has happened. There is no point of you being sad over certain situations. There is no point crying over a heartbreak. There is no point if somebody has rejected you. There is no point if somebody doesn't see your value and worth. There is no point crying over human affirmation or love. There is no point crying over that job that you did not get. There is no point crying over family members who don't treat you well. There is no point crying over certain choices that your children makes. There is no point being sad over it. But instead, you need to rise above that situation and go to the temple of God, go to the house of God and worship your king because he is your king and your God irrespective of what happens in your life. This is why David was always known as a man after God's own heart. Because when it came to God, he messed up big time. But when it came to doing the right thing, when when he heard the voice of God, when he came into his senses, he knew that he had heard the heart of God. And he did whatever it took for him to humble himself. And he always tried to make it right with God. And sometimes child of God, that's what we need to take. It's that humility. It's that extra step that you take to please the heart of God, to get his favor, to go out of the way, to make sure that God is okay with you. And then he also learned to recover quickly. Isn't that so powerful? That has blown me away that he did not allow the situation to lead him to depression. I mean, he was a king. He had to lead an entire generation. He could not allow the circumstance to to, uh, get him sucked into it. But here we are holding on to incidents that happened 10 years ago, five years ago, 20 years ago. We are still holding on to them instead of us moving forward. Because at the end of the day, God is still your God. He is still in control. He's still on the throne. I've heard Catherine Coleman say this and I love it. She said, as long as God is still on the throne, as long as God is still on the throne, everything will be okay. Everything will be taken care of. It's a child of God. Let me tell you this. As long as God is still on the throne, as long as your eyes are fixed on him, everything is going to be okay. Everything is going to be fine. I hope that this word has blessed you. When David lost his child, what did he rose up, washed himself, he anointed himself, he changed his clothes, and he went to the temple of God and worshipped him child of God I need you to rise above your situation rise above your negativity rise above that cloud that gloomy cloud that has been holding you down rise above it and walk with confidence walk with fullness walk knowing that there is a God who will forgive your sins there is a God who loves you unconditionally there is a God who will strengthen you through the process. And don't let any of your situation stop you from worshiping Him, stop you from connecting to Him. It's very easy for us to blame God and blame um, men of God and blame the church and blame everything. It's very easy to do that, that's the easy way out. But we need to stand up, we need to be firm, we need to stop putting blames on everyone else and rise up and say, no, enough is enough, devil. I've had enough of the enemy trying to take over, trying to trap me, trying to choke me. Enough is enough. I shall rise up. I shall wash away from these lies of the enemy. I shall remove the garment of pain and rejection and suffering, and I shall cleanse myself. I shall allow the word to penetrate into my soul where I'll be defined by the word, by what God says about me. Not my situation, not my circumstances, not my family members, not my loved ones, but what God says about me. And I shall anoint myself, and I shall walk in boldness to the throne room of grace, and I shall worship my King all the days of my life. He snapped out of his situation, he rose above it, Arise and shine for the light has come and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. God bless you. Shalom.